going live in five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hi. Welcome to the KKWP podcast. I'm Haley, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Precious. Thank you guys for joining us. This is part three. For the relationship series, um, again, we have Haley joining us. It has yeah. been such an honor to walk through this journey with you so far, and I'm just extremely blessed and highly favored about the content that we have gotten to put out for the kingdom of God through our relationship and allowing the work, the Lord to work through us. So, yeah. I, I'm so, oh, You're making me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... I'm just so grateful to have not just a sister in Christ and a friend in Christ, but um, you're like my family. Um, you know more about me than there is to know. And I'm just thankful that you are so in tune with the Holy Spirit that not only if I'm going through something, but if you're going through something, he tells us. Yeah, he be he be telling he, our business to each other. Yeah, he be he be, he be telling on us. He do for sure. <laughs> I can't hide sent, nothing. And I sent I've sent things in the group chat and been like, I don't know who this is for, but ain't no one's me. <laughs> Every time she get, there were two times I can recall specifically where you were just like, Haley, Haley, and you messaged me privately after that. <laughs> Yeah, and Haley know how I sound when I be she, when I text a certain way. She know exactly how I sound. I'm like Haley, <laughs> and so I know when she reading it. She knows. I'm laughing. I'm laughing so hard when I read it because I'm just like, yep, yep there, there it is. is. Go to reaction, and I be so dramatic sometimes, y'all. So I'm like, Haley, you know you just did not, and she be laughing because I did. The yeah, Lord did. The Lord did. The he told Lord me did. quick and fast. Um, and that's also the thing about having friends who are in tune with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit will reveal things to your friends about you, and they'll know to pray and intercede for you and mm-hmm. to speak up so that not only does it confirm that the Lord sees you, but it also confirms to the friend that they heard from the Lord correctly. So it's like a, yeah. a mutually beneficial it, relationship yeah. with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. It, it, and it is the best kind. The best. That there is. Because it confirms my gift of, you know, it confirms my relationship with the Lord, but it also confirms yeah. our friendship. Yeah. And it confirms your relationship with the Lord. Yeah. So it's like a three-way, like. It's a three-way confirmation. It is. It of is. Of like, hey, yes, 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 and yes. Yep. God's. God's response is always yes and amen. Or our response should be yes and amen. Amen. Both. It goes both, both. ways. It does. Because he's yes. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes he says no. But when he says no, it's not like a, it's like a no I have better. Yeah. And it's not even like a bad no. It's like, hold no. On you, hold on. You're my child. I got only the best for you. Only the best. It's like Even that, if I gotta work out some kinks, it's still gonna it's be the best be for you. It's like that. Have you seen that one picture on Instagram where the little girl has a bear in front of her, and Jesus yes. is asking for the bear, and then behind his hat back he has like the big biggest bear. bear, but she can't see the bear behind his back. Yep. So you're gonna trust Jesus to give him what you have, and understand that what he has behind his back to give to you is gonna be better than what you have. Sometimes you gotta wait. You gotta wait. You gotta wait. 
And that's one of the hardest parts. <laughs> it is. It's waiting. Waiting. Speaking of waiting. Dating and courting, y'all. Episode three. Episode three. So today's topic <laughs> is dating and courting. I've actually been long awaiting this topic. Really? Um, because this, um, taught me that I was lacking in this phase. Like I didn't understand the foundation of dating. I didn't understand the foundation of courting. So now that God has been renewing my mind and, um, you know, healing me and restoring me and Mm -hmm. delivering me, he has taught me what true dating and courtship is supposed to be like. Yeah. I think we sometimes as Christians or even as people, we get confused about the standards of dating and courting according to the world. Because the world's standard of dating and courting is completely different from God's standard Mm -hmm. of dating and courting. And as Christians, we are called to a higher standard of dating and courting, which biblically, that's God's way. You know, it's crazy that you bring up uh, healing for yourself and things like that because the word that the lord was giving me on this he took he had me take it to a different level okay and i was kind of worried about it because i was like "Ooh, <laughs> yeah i don't know why she'd be worried because <laughs> we don't have to we don't have to sit here and tell each other what we think in in detail or what the lord spoke to us but mm-hmm. by the time we start talking on the podcast everything's everything comes right out. together everything yes, comes out literally so worry about what girl you knew the lord was gonna do what he do <laughs> i know i know and that's the thing is like well i guess maybe i don't know because when he gave it to me i was like this again like how i was with the first two episodes i was like this is not where i thought this this was gonna go (laughs) you always say that (laughs) yo but it's so true it's so true the way that god moves it's never gonna be the way you expect it that's true that's true and that's because he has better and he's he's gone before you yeah so when I say I'm, I'm, I was like, oh, worried about it. I'm like, it's not like I'm actually like worried, worried about it. It's more like, oh, Lord, this is like you, you were in wonder of it. I think that's what you mean to say. Maybe, Maybe like yeah. you're in wonder. Like, I think sometimes as human, we think we know all there is to know. And we think that we think like God. Mm. But then when he reveals to us something, we're like, what? Well, and like the thing, too, is like with what he gave me, I was like, that's a little it could be a little touchy. Okay. Let's it get just into a little it. touchy. Because if you're talking about healing, we also need to address things that should be done before courting and dating. Which is why this is that's how he he okay, y'all. lined it up for me. So we about to get into the mm-hmm. things that us as two single Christian women believe biblically what biblically what biblically state biblical statements backing up what we are saying Mm -hmm. um to basically understand like to to basically determine if you're ready for dating i think some people hop into dating prematurely when they Mm -hmm. don't realize that like on the back end there's healing to be done Mm -hmm. there's deliverance to be done restoration or whatever it may be so I think we kind of want to talk on, is it the healing portion? Well, I think, well, yes, yes. Okay. But um, 
I also think that this episode is not only going to be talking about the steps leading up to it, but I think we're also going to be touching on the steps while in yes, dating. Yes, because yes. I, four years for me in my relationship. Mm-hmm. So I have, I, I, I was seeing it from a very different way because of the things that the lord's been taking me and him through okay is like whoa whoa what's going (laughs) on because we've done talked about it yes yes and um i'm excited to hear this yeah yeah so um are we starting with healing well it it leads into it okay i think mostly well in the beginning i'm mostly just gonna kind of generalize the, okay. the marriage part of it um because i was driving uh this was the 15th so today's the 20th yes yeah so five 20th. days ago i was driving on my way to work and um i was asking him for a word that i could give for this episode i was like mm-hmm. lord we're gonna be recording on this day um i'd greatly appreciate it if you can give me some words <laughs> from you so i can uh you know, deliver what it is that you need to be said to your children. Right. Um, if you would be so gracious to do so. And um, it, some time went by. Some time went by and I heard not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> not a thing. But that's okay because even in the silence he's speaking. That's true. So all of a sudden I'm driving and then he goes, where does the line get drawn? Oh, that's a good question. And I had to sit there and I was like, <gasps> trying to breathe. <laughs> because, <laughs> because what a, um, that's a hard hitting question. It is. It's a strong question. It is. And it's also kind of like a scary one because once you start to think about it, of what that looks like for you, you then have to go through things. And I knew where it was leading up to. When he asked me, I was like, hmm. Gotcha. Copy that. (laughs) (laughs) Like heard, God heard. Um, And so, like I said, I just kind of sat there. And then he elaborated a little more for me. And he was like, not your fleshly line only but your spiritual line so like referring to boundaries yes exactly exactly where it was leading to and so um so then it you know begs the question of in a courting and dating relationship where does that line get drawn I think that is so important, but but the honest truth is, you learn those boundaries when you're single. Like, mm-hmm. not saying when you're single, but you learn those boundaries from your relationship with God. Yep, correct. And I think so many times people go into dating and courting without any boundaries, and when you bur- blur the lines between single and dating, you start to misconstrue the boundaries in which things are to be done. And just me personally, before I had a relationship, like a, a serious, intimate relationship with God, I would blur the lines between dating 
and being single. I used to, it used to be people nowadays call them situationships. <laughs> and I was that kind of person. I just kind of go with the flow. Whatever <clears throat> happens, happens. Even though I said in my mind, oh, I'm not going to do this. It was never a firm boundary. Mm-hmm. It's more so like, I'm not going to do this. is the word. Yeah, it was like, I'm not going to do this. But it was no strong negotiation. It like it could be negotiated. Yeah, yeah. That sounds I, bad. Even in your, but it, it sounds bad. It is bad. It, it is. It is. But it doesn't only happen when you're in that. It also comes when you're in an actual relationship. Mm, the negotiation. The yeah, because there's that the the mind process behind that is like oh like this is this is my person and if you know whether or not that this person is your husband or wife mm-hmm. that also kind of alters your mind of like well this person is, is my husband. husband or wife anyway so, so why not we have to compromise we have to like give and take a little bit mm-hmm. no yep no, no. That's not and, right. and when someone is really Holy Spirit led and that and God has confirmed to the both of you guys that okay this is your husband or wife mm-hmm. they won't allow you to compromise they won't allow you to co- compromise your purity in any way shape or form and I remember back to when I was mm-hmm. dating without like said or firm boundaries in place in my mind I knew I was not supposed to be fornicating. But then mm-hmm. when the situation came at hand, when the temptation came yeah. and the opportunity to present itself, I found myself doing the exact thing that I wasn't supposed to do. I believe That you not only knew you weren't supposed to do, but you said you weren't going to do. That I said I wasn't going to do. And mm-hmm. I believe um, Paul in Romans, he said, um, the very thing that I don't want to do is the thing that I end up doing. And the very thing that I do want to do is the very thing that I don't do. So the very thing that I don't want to do which mm-hmm. is sin and by fornicating mm-hmm. is the exact thing that I end up doing. Even even the thing that I do want to do, which mm-hmm. is not sin, I do the opposite. It's basically what Paul was saying. Yeah. And it made me think back to it was because I had no firm boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't standing on business when it came to my boundaries. And that was that was all rooted in the fact that uh, I didn't have any firm boundaries when it came to me and God's relationship. <laughs> Haley. So it's crazy that you talk about boundaries. <laughs> because um, what the Lord had said to me next following um that conversation I was having with him on my drive home um, was what are the boundaries in which you keep or don't keep to preserve your relationship with God? He told me some of my children don't know what boundaries are. Some just don't know how to keep them. And then he, he, he let on later. Um, but I'll just keep going with what I was saying before that. Um, that there are areas in which boundaries and the boundary talk can get misconstrued big time some people or not fully understood some people don't even have the boundary talk they just make assumptions about each other or they say it to themselves they're like this is a boundary for me and then it gets to that thing maybe it's the sexual immorality maybe it's 
lust whatever lustful eyes like whatever it is whatever um whatever that looks like for for you or the situation you may be in whatever it is um there needs to be boundary talk point blank period yeah and if you both are holy spirit led that should be talked about and if it's not talked about something's wrong that should be the one of the first thing that is talked about on 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 Mm -hmm. on like dating Mm-hmm. Like we can't even go past a certain phase in dating mm-hmm. if we haven't had this conversation because I need to know where your head is mm-hmm. and you didn't know you need to know where my head is. Yeah. Because if the whole agenda of dating is to lead into courtship and courtship into marriage, I need to make sure we both need to make sure what the Holy Spirit's leading, of course, that we're compatible for each other's destiny and for where we're about to go. Mm-hmm. But that all starts at what and then the fact that you said pe- boundaries that preserve mm-hmm. your relationship with God. So my boundaries that I have is to protect me and God's relationship. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have any boundaries in place to do that, like how do you expect yeah. that person to respect your boundaries and vice versa? Mm-hmm. And I and so the Lord also kind of took it to a different level for me as well. Um well, so there's biblical boundaries. There's there's m- multiple different uh, areas in the Bible, uh, verses in the Bible, and where the Lord has either been like, "Don't do this," or or even one of His disciples or apostles have been like, "Don't do this." The Lord has said, like, "There's it's been there's things that have been said, mm-hmm. whether it's been." Um, outright stated or if it's been like hey let, let's kind of think about this mm-hmm. let's kind of you know talk about it so um, we are dating for marriage and not only are we dating for marriage but we're dating to have our kingdom marriage that's good there is a kingdom, kingdom marriage. marriage yes and I think, yes. but that's the thing, like, like I said, this all ties, I, everything ties back into your relationship with God, because mm-hmm. you won't understand a kingdom marriage if you don't know the king. Correct. How you expect to have a kingdom, how you expect to have a kingdom marriage and be in the kingdom if you don't even know the king? And not even, not only that, but how do you expect to have a good marriage itself if you don't know the king? But he's gonna he's gonna guide you into how to love that person, how to speak to that person. Those boundaries will get talked about. He will lead the whole relationship. But a lot of worldly people don't understand the concept that a marriage takes three. Yes. Some people think that, oh, my marriage is falling apart because X, Y, and Z, but your marriage was already on the rocks because it didn't start on a firm foundation. Yep. Your marriage already wasn't gonna last because the head of the marriage wasn't involved. The whole body is there, but the head is missing. Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Talk about it. And I think a yep. lot of worldly people be like, oh, why did marriage fell in? Or, you know, what, what's going on? I didn't see this coming. You should have seen it coming because they didn't have God involved. Mm. And, and this is not me being pessimistic of people's relationships, but it's like there's a certain foundation that must be had in order for a marriage to prosper. Yeah. 
So many people try to do kingdom things without the king and they think that it's supposed to last and be in good shape. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say, you can't go to the altar before the king and get married and then not keep him there. Ooh, that's good. That's you good. You can't go to the altar and get married in front of him without first of having him there to begin with. It's like, hey, thanks for being here. All right, we're married now. I'm going to head back out. No. I'm going to head on out, Chief. No. Nah. No. Nah. You. Mm. Mm. Crazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Um, so. I can't even. Uh, no. No, I ain't mm. doing it. Can't do it. So you are, all, all in all, you are dating to be with the one that God has not only called, but has ordained, appointed, anointed. That's good. For you to be married to, and not only that, but for them to be married to you. Hold on, let's back this up. While she says that, I love that statement, but I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. Do you believe that there that God only sends, like God only creates one, one person, person for you to be married to? Like there, that there's no other options, that there's only one person? Or do you believe that there's multiple options and they all can be good so we but know you have to choose right so. so we know that god has a good perfect and pleasing will mm-hmm. for each of his children someone explained it to me a long long time ago that each one is a different path it's so what path do you want to take do you want good pleasing you want perfect oh what do you my want gosh. that is so good and but you know at the end of the day Yes, there's those different paths, but you, when you, when, when you're doing it under the Lord, when you're submitting it all to the Lord, it's going to be all of those things. It's going to be good to him. It's going to be perfect to him. It's going to be pleasing to him because he called for it. That's good. He said that this person I have, I've made because I trust them to be with you and I trust you to be with them. You're not going to interfere with each other's Call. individual callings that I have on both of your lives. You guys are going to help each other. So is that basically... So I think my answer for that is I think that there is one person. There's one person that is perfectly... that You guys are perfectly made for each other. However, there are good people... There could be good people, but I think, I just think, I think that there's just one, I won. Okay. That's what it's your choice. Yeah. You know, like, are you going to, because you're a perfect person, you're going to have a kingdom, you're going to have the kingdom marriage, you're going to have God at the center of it. If you don't have God at the center of it, that's not good, perfect, or pleasing. That's true. Sure. So that's not your person. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> um, my take on that is. But the other person has to also be willing. In what sense? They have to also be wanting God's perfect, pleasing, and goodwill. Okay. And they're like through their relationship with you. Through their through their own relationship with God and mm-hmm. through their own relationship their relationship with you. Okay. 
Okay. So I was, um, Dr. Miles Monroe said this, y'all. And okay, I got this book by Dr. Miles Monroe called Waiting and Dating. If you have not read this book, run, don't walk. Go get it. Run and go get it. Go read it. Because it teaches you. It, it just teaches you a lot in, in regard to waiting, dating, and proceeding into marriage and how the Lord plays a major role in all of that. And one thing that he said that I never quite like caught on to before was that when God presented Eve to Adam, mm. God had to get Adam's attention to pay attention to Eve. Ooh. Adam was Ooh. so busy working and cultivating in the garden, busy naming roses and naming animals. He was so busy in the work that God gave him that God had to interrupt Adam's life to present Eve to him. Wow. It was Come God on. who says, it was God who said it is good, not good for man to be alone. Yeah. Eve didn't, I mean, Adam didn't even, Adam didn't, Adam didn't have a void. Everything was filled by doing his will and what God called him to do. And in his relationship with God, he was completely satisfied. He was completely fi mm -hmm. filled. So God had to yeah. interrupt Adam to get his attention to show him Eve. To be like, hey, hey, like, look at this. Look, I, I made someone. So I, so that you didn't be alone. Exactly. Yeah. So I genuinely believe that God will present to us different suitors, but because God is so sovereign, He will not violate His own word. Yeah. He gave us dominion mm -hmm. over the earth, meaning that we have free will to choose. So if he presents to us different options for mates, we have the free will to choose mm -hmm. which mate are we going to choose. But that is why he put principles in place so that yeah. we can apply them mm -hmm. to see which mate is the best suitor for us and, yeah. and, and the destiny we have. But you will only know which mate is the best suitor for you if you understand God's will for your life, if you know mm -hmm. that where God is taking you. So... I believe that God will present people to you and you have to choose, mm -hmm. of course, with biblical boundaries right. and principles that God set in place yes. and standards that he set in place, which option is the best for you. Mm -hmm. um, so I do, I, me personally, I don't think that God created one specific person for you. I believe that there are a lot of good options mm -hmm. But, but there's one there's one that is there's a lot of good options. Yeah. You just have to choose which mate you can help get to their destiny and they can help you get to your destiny. You have to apply every single principle and boundary that God put in place to make that kind of decision. Mm -hmm. That's why when people be like, oh, my marriage failed. I blame God. I blame God. You can't blame God because yeah. he gave you the free will to choose what spouse you were going to have. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, God won't take away our free will to choose. So, basically what I'm saying is, I believe that you can choose well, who God is presenting to you. So, I have a question. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's, it's just, just a general, general question. <laughs> so, 
the Lord only presented Eve to Adam. Only Eve. So, do you think that maybe... Because we live in a, a very populated world right now. Yeah. <laughs> a very populated world. But, and, you know, I guess then they didn't. But the Lord literally made Eve from Adam. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, out of his rib. Out of his rib, there was Eve. Mm-hmm. For Adam. So the and qu- Adam for Eve. So the question you're about to ask me, mm-hmm. let me give you this analogy. Okay. Let's say God created one specific designated person for you. Mm-hmm. But that person did everything in their power to operate against the will of God. He doesn't want a relationship with God. He mm-hmm. doesn't want anything to do with God. So now does that hold you back? Mm-hmm. From the promises that God gave you as far as right. being a wife and being a mother and being in a happy marriage. Mm-hmm. Because that person wants to choose outside of the will of God. Right. And that's where that line, that boundary, the lines have to be drawn. Discussed. But if you have that, but if you believe that God created one specific person for you, does that mean you stay single for the rest of your life because that person can't get it together? No. So that's what I'm saying. I believe that there the, is options. Yeah, the Lord. Yeah. No, there's options. Mm-hmm. There's options. And the Lord has given us the, the free will for all of that. But I I guess what I'm saying is I think that there's one person that is that trumps all the others. But if that person isn't focusing on the Lord in any way, shape or form, then that's not the right person. Agreed. You know what I mean? Agreed. I agree. So God will then. I don't know how God be working, but he be working. He be working. He be working. See, when we, when you, when people try to sit here and like fully get it, you're never going to because you're not God. You're not God. And there's so many factors that come into it that we don't even know. We don't. We don't know what God is doing on the back end. Mm-hmm. We don't know what, how God is moving in people's lives. We don't know how God is changing them at this very moment as we speak. Girl, don't I know? Right? Don't you know? So by the time we blink and turn tomorrow, <laughs> that person could be a whole different person. <laughs> we don't know. I know. I know all about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You ain't got to tell, tell me. me. Okay, my girl. I'm okay. living it. <laughs> in the oh best God. way possible because it is in the Lord's plan yeah. for me, for him, you know. But hey, it's okay, my girl. It's okay. We ain't pray over him about it. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> real quickly, I kind of want to define. I'm Holy Spirit, have your way. I quickly want to define courting and dating because, again, I believe that the world has misconstrued. I believe that the world has misconstrued. What, what was that word again? I'm sorry. You know I can't say it. <laughs> she know I can't. misconstrued. 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 There you go. Okay. The world has misconstrued <laughs> the the definitions of courting and dating. 
Dating is defined as a stage of romantic relationships in which two individuals engage in an activity together, most often with the intention of evaluating each other's stability as a partner in the future intimate relationship. Courting is defined (laughs) as being involved with romantically, typically with the intention of marrying. Courtship is the period where wherein some couples get to know each other prior to a possible marriage or committed romantic relationship. Courtship is a more serious and traditional than dating. It involves getting to know your partner with the expectation that marriage is the end goal. Mm-hmm. So with dating, you're a lot, dating is just planning a date and going out on a date. And being you're, like, hey, we're getting to know each other. We're yeah. communicating. We're evaluating to see can we even yeah. proceed into the courtship. Are phase. we compatible? Mm-hmm. Do we have nice conversation? Because communication is very important. And, and I, to me, these are the things I think should be talked about during the dating phase because we have to be equally yoked. One and we number one rule: we <laughs> have to have the same foundation. Two mm-hmm. and. We have to just be in alignment with a lot of things. So Mm -hmm. one thing that should be talked about, I think the most important thing that should be talked about during dating is your faith. Yes. And don't just say, oh, I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. First of all, in Matthew 15, I'm going to watch your fruits. Because it declares that Matthew 7, I'm sorry. And you know what they be producing. Exactly. You know a person by their fruits. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to watch your fruits. So you could say, oh, I'm a Christian, but I'm going to still, you know, evaluate. Yeah. Um, And then. um, To see when you say Christian, do you mean lukewarm? Mm. Or Mm. do you mean Mm. Holy Spirit led? Mm. I'm hearing from the Lord and I'm doing what he says. Wow. Whether you agree or not. Wow. And within that faith subject the Mm -hmm. boundaries should be discussed correct because if we're talking about our faith our faith dictate our boundaries like our what we believe in dictate our kind of boundaries Mm -hmm. i'm not having sex before marriage Mm -hmm. what are some what are some other stuff um the the lustful eyes i think it's a very big one within the body itself self-control self which leads into the self control, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, um, there's just so many. There's so many. There's I feel so like dating many. is so intricate. Like you have to, you have to know who you are before you're going into dating, or yeah. you you're gonna get lost, gonna get lost in a sauce. Lost. <laughs> Another thing that should be discussed. They'll be trying to. It's like quicksand. They'll be trying to come out, come out of it. You're just gonna. That's good. Yeah. Another thing that should be discussed is marriage. Mm-hmm. Do you even want to get married? Some people be in committed relationships for just twenty years, and they think like this: this is the best, or Me, just engaged, engaged and not even not planning on getting married, just engaged, just engaged. What is that? I can't be no grown up in a in a relationship for twenty years. No man. No, no, no I'm be married. I'm be married. I'm be married. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like my husband. This, my husband. That. And I don't feel like there should be a time frame in which people should get married. Right. But I do know that I'm not going to sit here and be somebody's girlfriend for five years. That's me personally. Because here's the thing that I was going to say earlier that I didn't feel like was the right time to say it. But then you said that and now is the right time. (laughs) 
when you both are equally yoked and Holy Spirit led and or even if you're if you're even in the beginning stages of your faith with the Lord and you're 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 seeking him and you're really trying, the Lord still will reveal to you who it is. And you have to be open and listening. Mm -hmm. So like for me, my um, situation was that it was the first day that we hung out. I've told you this. It's the first day that we hung out. And Lord was like, Haley, you're going to marry him. I said, hello now. I got real excited though because I was like, that's my husband. Okay. (laughs) But then I was like, how long? <laughs> that's the thing. How long am I going to not be his wife? Yep, that's the thing. But then that's the thing. Like when you get that confirmation, mm-hmm. you got to still mm-hmm. keep your eyes on the Lord. The Lord. Don't or, get lost. Don't get lost. Don't get lost. And look, we're not perfect at all. You're not going to be perfect at it. I have fallen. We all fall. The Lord in the Bible, it tells us that we will all fall short to the glory of God. No one is perfect. Nobody mm-hmm. is perfect. You cannot. There is nothing that you can do to be perfect because you okay. won't. The only perfect holy being that there is is Jesus. Jesus. That's 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 my buddy. Love him. We like this. We locked in. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, another thing that should be discussed. Well, well, ahead, well with him too, because I think you know, for the the men that mm-hmm. are listening, he also knew even though his relationship was way different than what my relationship looked like Mm -hmm. he knew without realizing that it was completely from the lord Mm, because he told me i think it was like i remember it plain as day (laughs) it was like two weeks in and he's sitting there playing a video game we're on like facetime or whatever i was driving home because i just we had we were just together mm-hmm. um and he's sitting there playing a video game he just wanted to call and, and talk even though we didn't completely talk that's just that's just what it you should completely comfortable be completely not so speaking. not even talk yeah like just comfortable and present presence enjoying the presence just yeah yeah that's what that's one of the things that i know that i yes is this is thing for you yeah okay um uh, but anyway, he was just playing the game, and he was like, "It came out of nowhere. We weren't even talking because uh, we weren't talking about that. It was only like two weeks in." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'm gonna marry you." I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> because wait, we gonna discuss this? I said, "I said I'm driving." I said, "What'd you say?" Like I had to stop the car. Hey, hey, partner, what you said? I was like, wait, wait, wait. One hold more on, time. One on, more time. Hold on. Hold on. I, I got to hear. Run that back for me. A lot of people in that because we all got to know. We all got to run that back. <laughs> and he tried to play it off like he didn't say it. Uh-huh. But I think he, because he just got nervous. But, ha- but like, I love the confirmation on both ends. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't just like a single confirmation. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you guys both got the confirmation is also important when dating. Yeah. And courtship, if the confirming whether or not the Lord wants you guys to proceed into marriage, whether he's pleased with it. Yeah. It's a big thing. And also, um, the women usually know first. 
I hear that a lot. The women usually know first just because we are naturally in our DNA, the way that the Lord has designed us is to 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 look out for things of that nature, to be observant in that way, to That's care That's crazy. in that way. And just like our, our mental – women and men are, are – are 100% built differently in the way that the Lord has designed. And that's why it's so so important that you have to read Your God's word. word in the Bible on what to. these roles are. You do. Because it helps you to understand the mentality that is behind his mind and her mind. Yep. That's good. And it helps you to love them better. Mm-hmm. Because if you're like, oh, okay, so – Men are more um, in the providing aspect. I'm I'm a work for my my wife and family, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna make sure that they're taken care of. That you know, like that's more of the man leading mm-hmm. is more of the man's role. And I'm not saying that just because I'm like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. it's in the word. Yeah, yeah, it is in the word that Woman. men are supposed to lead lead spiritually and provide and so um the men usually so just in a general sense men usually know within six months of whether or not you're the one did you know that i knew that men men should know it shouldn't take them no see and that's where i'm going with it if you're holy spirit led and you're listening to the lord you're gonna know sooner than that and that's why I brought up my story mm-hmm. to kind of like, you know, confirm that you both will hear from the Lord and he will tell y'all as long as you both are in like good standing. As long as you guys have a relationship with the Lord, like yeah. he, will, he will confirm things to you. And I just kind of want to back up what she said um, as far as like roles before we kind of go a little bit deeper Ephesians um Ephesians 5 it talks about mm-hmm. for wives this means submit to your husbands as to the lord for a husband is the head the leader of his wife as Christ is the head of the church yep. he's the savior of his body the church as the church submits to Christ so you wives should submit to your husbands yep. in everything for husbands, mm-hmm. this means love your wives. Jesus Christ loved the, the church. church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, mm-hmm. washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as, their lo- as they love their own bodies. Yep. For a man who loves his wife, actually shows love for himself no one hates his own body but feeds and cares for it just as christ cares for the church Mm -hmm. as we are members of the body of his body and then the scripture Mm -hmm. as the scripture says a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united as one Mm -hmm. this is a great mystery but it is an illustrious illustration of the way christ and the church are one and that's why you have to you have to be so in tune with the Lord because marriage on its own, if you didn't understand in that last verse that marriage on its own is hard, 
mm-hmm. because you're joining and together as, as one, one flesh. And then not only that, and this is what the Lord I was talking to the Lord about. Mm-hmm. We going we going to dive back into that. Okay. Um, marriage is already hard enough because the enemy hates marriage. That's he hates true. it, especially if it's kingdom marriage. Ooh. He he gonna do everything, everything that he can. can possibly think of to destroy that to destroy it to distract you demolish it whatever he can to stop you the from bible being tells us that his plans are his schemes are to steal, steal kill, kill and, and destroy. destroy he's a liar that's his profession and he good at it too and he good he at real it slick. Mm-hmm. so then my question after that was why make it harder that's good it's already hard that's enough why, why make, make it, it harder, harder for not just you but for the other person if you are not equally yoked if you're not in submission to the lord submission to the lord prepared and I, it, can i also can i go back to that that verse real quick ephesians, that i feel like people need to ephesians you don't have to, it was ephesians 6 ephesians um six. you don't have to uh, we don't have to read through it all again but i just wanted to note that it does say wives submit to your husbands but it also, in other words, was saying the same thing for the men. It, you yep. need to submit to your to your wives. And so I saw like this. I was watching uh, this pastor and his wife one time, and he called her up for like a demonstration of something, mm-hmm. uh, talking of this actually. And um, they gave an illustration, and he was like, "All right," he was like, "So." I want you to get at a certain level. And then he's like, and then he was, and then he addressed the audience that was there. He was like, now watch what we do. Watch what I do when she gets to a certain level. So she was standing up fully, right? Mm-hmm. And he's taller, obviously. Well, I shouldn't say obviously, but like it, he was taller than her. Mm-hmm. So that just standing, right? He gets below her while she's still standing. She got lower, he got lower than she did. She got lower again, he got lower. And he was like, this is how it should always be. You should always be submitting. Because it's not just to your your wife that you're submitting. You are submitting to God by submitting to your wife. That's good. The more your wife, the more you submit, the more your wife will submit. The more mm-hmm. you see your wife submit, the more you will submit to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, is, is and, and, and yes, because when she, he got a little lower than she, than he did, or no, he got a little lower than she did one time, and so because she got a little lower than he did, she got even lower because mm-hmm. she was like, oh, he, he's he's, he's, he's like, going lower. I gotta I get lower. Mm-hmm. Let me follow. Yep. That's what that is. You she have followed to- his submission yes. into him submitting to God. Mm-hmm. And the more he seen that he submitted to God, the more she submitted, submitted. to him. Yeah, it's but it also made him want to submit to more. her because she was submitting to him. Mm-hmm. You should you should be always striving to outserve each other. That I, I feel like that grows the intimacy. Mm-hmm. That goes to intimacy, mm-hmm. and that should be that should be in courting. Yep, you guys should both be submitting to the Lord. And I'm not saying that you must submit to the man because you guys aren't married, mm-hmm. but you have to understand the role of man and woman. You should be preparing. You for should be it. preparing for that submission. 
So if he's, and I always hear people say, oh, women don't know how to submit. No. Mm-hmm. If you're leading her properly, Proper, she'll submit she, naturally. No problem. She'll submit no with problem. no problem. But if you're not leading her properly, how do you, and you're not we, even submitting yourself? Yeah. How do you expect? We instinctively know. We need to know that you have a plan and you know where we're going because you're going yeah. to the Lord. Yep. Yep. A woman, wom- women crave stability. Yes. Women crave direction. Yes. Women crave security. Yes. It's very safety. Safety is it's things that women are naturally built to crave that a man is supposed to provide to, to look her. for. Yes. So if a man isn't securing her in those area, mm-hmm. it's going to be areas is going to be hard for her to submit to him. Yep. Yep. And that also comes from, um, if a, if a woman, okay. So like me, I, I didn't really like, I didn't really like have my dad there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my sister's dad, there are situations where he was there and then he wasn't there and he was there and he wasn't there. Um, he's all good now. We good. We good. Everything's good. <laughs> good in the hood. He's going to he's going to church and everything. So amen. It's a amen. win for the Lord. But um, um, I didn't have I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. You know. So I grew up with a single mother, and I immediately at a very 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 young age, you know, from things that traumatic things that had happened in my life as well you know with that on top of that actually mm-hmm. um i have always had to be in the survive mode yeah and when yeah. you and and men i don't want to please please hear my encouragement in this i'm gonna try my best don't get discouraged by this and don't think it's a game either right but when you find your wife with the world that we live in, they're most likely going to be in this mode. Sorry. <laughs> but I promise you, because she has been in that mode for so long, that we're not naturally supposed to be in that. We're not yeah. naturally supposed to be um, working I, crazy to provide and all doing of things and doing things strength. in our yeah. own strength. Yeah, we're yeah, not naturally supposed to be doing that. So when you find your wife, so like I'll talk about me and my man, that whole dynamic and everything. I had to grow up. That's how I grew up. And, you know, he's got his own things too. But it has been hard because there are things that I didn't realize mm-hmm. that I thought I was good on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I got into – I got in, he and I, you know, started dating and everything. And our relationship throughout the last four years has been so much. If, if you're not getting closer to God in your relationship and you're not being purified. That's good. By the Lord, if you're not, if you're not wanting to be a better person for your other person. Yeah, that's a big one. You know, like. There, there is something wrong here. If you're not wanting to do everything that you possibly can, Valid. that person's not your husband, and that person's or or your wife. That's, That's not the good. right one. You should want to lead them. If you're a man, women, you should want to submit. If y'all mm-hmm. don't feel that way, and maybe and look again, we all mess up. We are not perfect. So there are, there are going to be times where you're going to be like, hey, 
I didn't like the way that you did that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it, though. Yeah. Let's work this out. Let's think this through. Yeah. I think for me, a prime example is, um, again, like Haley said, I can relate as far as like being in survival mode. Again, not having a dad, so not really having someone to, to like depend on mm-hmm. for security and just yeah. feeling safe in that matter. So I've always been in like survival, survival, survival I mode. I gotta do it all myself. I gotta do it I all myself. I won't ask for help. I won't ask for help. Oh, I miss. I don't need it. Oh, I, I miss, need it. Oh, I miss I N D E P E N D E N D. Do you know what that means? She got her own house. She got her own guy. Yeah, but um, I've always been in that mode. So um, one time a guy was interested in me, and he gave me money to pay for the food that we had ordered, but I went inside and they weren't accepting cash. So I gave them my card and I paid for the food and I come back to the car and I gave him the cash and I was like, you know, they weren't accepting cash and his whole demeanor changed. Like he was kind of like disappointed. And my godmom told me that mm-hmm. you took away his opportunity Trinity. to prove that he was a man. You took away his manhood when you did when you when you did that Good. because he wanted to show that he could provide for you. That's such a hard thing. And me as a single woman, I never been in you know, I I didn't I, understand, I didn't understand that. Like to me, I'm sorry, like they weren't accepting cash. Well, baby, you should have went back to the car and asked for his card. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't understood I didn't understand that I took away his opportunity to show yeah. that he could provide for me. Yeah. And and you can make that mistake that, even in that's dating. A, that's a huge mistake. And um, so women just kind of pay attention to that. Because it's mm-hmm. one thing if a man says, like, it's honest with you and say, hey, I don't have the finances right now to yeah. support the both of us. But I am genuinely interested in you. That's one conversation. But yeah. if he gives you the, you know, if he's willing to provide for the both of you on a, like on a date to pay for the food or whatever allow him to do so because it allows him the opportunity to be who he is created to be which is to provide mm-hmm. for his woman and not only that but it also allows you the opportunity as a woman yep to receive that oh and to know how to operate in that yeah in the biblical way it's supposed to be i know that just hit me the lord just hit me with that one and i'm just kind of like mind blown out of myself because i'm like wait i didn't even think about it that way Mm -hmm. it would have allowed me the opportunity to receive and be like okay i just like i can i can follow i can follow a little bit okay like all right all right okay yeah, so like it feels nice knowing I can go out on a date and I don't have to worry about okay who's going like that that awkward look yeah, like, like who's going to pay the bill like, reaching who's their, reaching who's reaching and me naturally I naturally reach for my wallet because we're we're so used to that survival got to do that it ourselves survival got to do it ourselves thing women mm. I'm telling y'all and even those who do have a father they still some sometimes just say some sorry so yeah like, sometimes they just revert to that. But in this season of my life, I genuinely believe God has been teaching me how to take the back seat and accept. Yeah. And, and it's been hard. It's been hard. It's been hard. He had to literally deconstruct everything. everything. It's like, uh, it's like, a, it's like I had a whole house built in my mind and he had to deconstruct it all. My and house re- was and start the away. foundation all over. 
start the, the foundation. foundation it's yes he nothing, had to just dirt wilderness everything he had to completely destroy gone. what i had in my mind renew my mind and yes. build up the proper foundation it. so uh, through that he's been teaching me how to receive the lord talks about the renewing and transforming of your mind in romans 12 too yes just so y'all know no, the renewing and transforming of the mind. Literally, that's what he had to do to me because I didn't understand what it meant. I never understood or it's understood crazy. what it meant to receive from I a know. male kind of part. But listen, when the Lord showed me how to do that, and then not only how to do it, but how to look out for that, I love it. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm living the best life. <laughs> but, but that's because that's how the Lord designed, designed it. it. Oh my God. And so there have been times where I've made that same mistake with my man. Uh huh. Where I have not allowed him the opportunity. But the thing with him was that he was like, he, he, he came to me about it broken. Mm. And that hurt me. Because I was like, ah. But he I'm was sorry. see that's the thing he was willing to talk about. He was it. like, yes, a lot of men nowadays won't. They'll just dip. They'll let you have it. Like they're like, oh mm-hmm. she, oh you, oh you, oh you got it. Mm-hmm. Oh you got. Instead of being like, hey, like, no, I got this. Yeah. Some men will literally let you pay. Mm-hmm. And not to say that there's anything. Not that they're like, like no, I can pay. You, I can pay. But- that ain't no issue. But like, you just took away my opportunity to feel secure in you. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if it was a five dollar drink, even if it was a, a no matter what it is, you know, feel what I'm saying? If it's a candy bar, a candy bar. It's just oh, you got that, that for security me? Security and yep. like, dang, he like, you got to hear me, like, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> I would, yes. So my, so like I said, I've made that mistake with my man before, and like I said, it's hard, mm-hmm. and I've and I've had to tell him that, and I, it, I, I didn't. I didn't have to think about that. I didn't realize that or think about it until he came to me that he was like, no, I gave that for you to go do this. Oh my God. He's like, I wanted to provide for you. And he told me, he was like, you took, you just, you took that away. You made me feel like I, you didn't need me. Oh my. I was like, I was like crying wow. at that point. Cause I was just like, no, no, that's not. That's not that at all the, where my heart was. That wasn't the intention. That was not the intention. Right. And I'm sorry that you felt that way. It was just, and so working through that has been hard. And it even got to a point where it only happened a few times, but the few times that like that did happen. But it then was like, all right, like correction has to be made. Yeah, yeah. Like I got it. I gotta figure this out. Correction gotta be made. Yeah, because then he was like, "I'm just not gonna do anything." Wow. He's like, "You obviously don't need me." Yeah, you gotta be mindful of that, yeah. And he was, and and it was so there was such a desperation in it when he was when we were talking about it that he was like, "Let me help you." Mm. He's like, "I want to help you. I want to care for you. I want to provide for you. Let me." But that comes, that comes like he's willing to provide that stability mm-hmm. for you. A lot mm-hmm. of men nowadays aren't willing to provide mm-hmm. women that stability. Stability, and my godmom would say to me, "Isn't that scary?" Yeah, my Ugh. godmom would say to me that sometimes if you if you if you don't know how to submit, if you're too strong, 
it's a lose lose situation for you mm-hmm. because a man is always gonna think that you got it, you can do it, and that mm-hmm. he's gonna think that there that you don't have a need for him. Yeah. So it's like you lose both times because one, you lose out on the opportunity to receive, mm-hmm. and you lose again because he loses out on the opportunity to be yeah. the provider in a situation. Mm-hmm. So it taught me that okay, when someone is genuinely pursuing me. I don't need to come off as so strong. Oh, Miss Independent. Oh, oh, she got it. Oh, I did this and I did that. Oh, I did. You don't got to prove yourself that way. So, Mm. ladies, just kind of be mindful of that while um, dating. Well, also, men, be mindful of that. Because, like I was saying, when you, if you, when you're learning about each other, you're going to learn things like that. Mm -hmm. You got to know how to how to work through that. How to operate. And I'm lucky and blessed enough that. My man has took has taken the time to even when I did mess up that he was like, all right, like we're gonna try this again. Back, he led you back to the right path. Yeah, yeah. And sorry, PSA, y'all. When I say both of us single, I just mean both of us not married. Not married. Yes, she has an individual. So I don't want to say I'm not saying that to disregard her person. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I mean, like, not married. So just want to throw that out there because she has someone. And let me clarify, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what's so crazy? Today I was in work and my coworker. I'm not joking. My coworker, she said, Precious, do you have a boyfriend? Uh, I said, no. She said, uh, like, are you interested? Are you dating right now? And I told her, I said, no. I'm still learning about myself, and I'm still learning about my relationship with God and how to maneuver. And it's so, it's so, like, mind That's a hard thing to say, though, too. That's what I said. That's and a hard thing. The old me would have been like, why you asked that? Like, who Yeah, who, who, who is it? But I, in that moment, it taught me that I'm content. Yeah. Like, I finally got to a place where I'm content in my relationship with God. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to know who, if somebody asked about me. And, of course, I'm going to get to a point, of course, where God is going to allow me to open up and get back into dating. But as of right now, that is why I just took a step back because Mm -hmm. I need to learn about myself. I need to learn about what dating is. I need to learn about my relationship with God. Hence why... I, I bought the book because I was just trying to learn and whatnot. So this was the first time I ever got to say, no, like I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. The Lord is my man. Hey, hey girl. You get, get it. it. You get no, it. No, that's good. Yeah. So it's well, so it, crazy. She asked me that today. That is. The day we're what we were just talking this. about yesterday. <laughs> I wonder if that was God <laughs> just confirming to me. Like, Hey, <laughs> I might make it out of the hood because it is. <laughs> I might make it out of the hood because it is. <laughs> See y'all on the flip side, y'all boys. What you gonna say? Um. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know you are. I so know I pa- you are. I, pa- I passed the test, Bookie. <laughs> I just want y'all to know <laughs> that the the waiting and dating book it doesn't just stop at dating. Yeah, books for this godly relationships goes into marriage as well. You he, should constantly be learning. He's the sidetrack. 
kind of. No, no, no. He's really mm -hmm. talking. He's pointing to waiting and dating and proceeding into marriage. He's not pointing to waiting and dating and just staying in a dating phase for X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. No, he's reiterating the purpose that God created mm -hmm. marriage. Wait, waiting, dating, marriage. This ain't no playtime, playtime in a dating phase. Like, that's y'all. Mm -hmm. But this is, he's yep. balling it up to marriage. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, What's another, uh, go ahead. I'm no. about to say another thing that should be discussed. No, go ahead. In dating. Go ahead. Finances. A lot of, I think the statistics, don't quote Ooh. me on this, y'all. But I think it said that 40% of marriages ended because of financial problems. Mm -hmm. So talk about finances. And when I say talk about finances and faith and marriage and all these different things, this is not to say pour all your heart out on the first date. No, no, don't you give you don't give your whole self away away when you're dating. You you don't because that's not the person you're just seeing if these are potential suitors. Right. Mm -hmm. I believe uh, I don't remember what book this was in, but I remember uh, someone saying that King Hezekiah. When people came to see what he had, he showed them everything. And the yes. prophet went back to Hezekiah and said, because you showed them everything, they're going to take everything. First Kings, second First Kings. Kings. First or second Kings is one of those. First or second Kings. Yes. That's because you showed them everything. <laughs> we got the Bible sniper in the cut. Hey. <laughs> we got the Bible bookie sniper in the cut, y'all. Um, I do be reading. She do, she do. <laughs> um, I like reading, so... Um, yeah, so he, they were like, because you showed them everything, they're going to take everything. Yep. So when you're dating, you get bits and pieces of yourself. And this is not to say yeah. you're not being genuine or authentic, right. but you don't need to show your hand all at once. There is a time and a place that the Lord will lead you to reveal certain things about yourself. Yes. You don't reveal everything all at once in the dating phase, mm -mm. especially not to everybody. You don't got, you don't mm -mm. even have the capacity to give yourself to every single person when you're dating. And me personally, I only can date one at a time. That's yeah. all the that's all the capacity I have. I can handle me. multiple. Some yeah, but no, it's dating. I don't want to though. But that's the thing though. Dating is you can date multiple people. You can yeah. go out on dates with multiple people. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're in a relationship with them, right? You can go. You can go to an event. You can guys can go bowling, skating, whatever, painting, yeah. have fun. You can do that with multiple people. Mm -hmm. But me, myself, and I, since I was young, all my life. I could never do it. I only had the energy to give to one person. And this is not me putting all my eggs in one basket. This is me just understanding my capacity as a person. And I don't have enough to spread through multiple people. If we don't work out, that's fine. That's fine. I can move on to the next dating person. But I, in the moment, I don't have the capacity to go out on three dates in one week. I ain't got it. <laughs> the Lord's just speaking to me and he, he hit he hit me with another thing. And we don't have to we don't have to go deep into it if you don't want to. But um that of not being able to do the multiple at one time, it's not like just a preference thing, but it's a trauma thing. Sorry. Our our father is not being there 
we can't handle doing multiple because we just want the one. Ooh. God, why you just ate me up like that? It, 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 me too. <laughs> God, how you just going to eat us up on camera like that? Yeah. That is so what? good. That is a trauma response. Mm-hmm. That is a trauma. Thank response. you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Thank Spirit, you, Lord, Have for taking way. the time to heal us from these things right now. Not mm-hmm. even just right now, but for the last couple months, Lord, last mm-hmm. year. I, honestly, this whole year, I believe both of us have been walking through this journey mm-hmm. with you, Lord. And I just thank you for loving and caring for your daughter so much. And that you are taking the time to show what a real father is. Amen. And we receive what you're doing. Yes. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Wow, that is a trauma response. But like, as much as it is a trauma response, I believe whether or not I had a father, I don't, because of my biblical background standing, a foundation i wouldn't want to date around like that that's, that's, that's valid me personally and that's why it is a trauma response but at the same time i don't think i have the energy to go out on three days it, <laughs> in one week or three dates with three different people that's a lot i already and that's a lot of pouring out if you think exactly. about it that's a lot of pouring out and a lot of trying to remember about each person like i would have to write that down and then if like you get it mixed up like Ooh. the stories <laughs> the stories i hear i've never done it i've never <laughs> i've never dated like like that before uh-huh. but like if you mix up a story the stories i hear i'm like oh my gosh no you did not you did not say that. And I don't. I, it's been happened to me before. It's oh happened to me before God. where they were like, didn't I? And I was did like, no. That wasn't me. Not me. Not and me. On my way and out. On that, now. Note, <laughs> on that note. On that nice note. Knowing you. It was nice to see but, you. Uh, but I got to go. I'm going I'm to head out. I'm going to go ahead and head out. Because yeah. that's kind of offensive. Yeah. yeah. Because like. But then again. You're mixing me up with should, someone. Should we really be offended if it's just dating? But if it's just dating and you you haven't gotten that far in the conversations of like marriage, and if you both have came to that understanding that we're we're dating and what dating means to me is this, and you've like come to an understanding on both standpoints for each party, mm-hmm. then in that case, you really can't get offended about that. Mm-hmm. But in my case, when it happened, you it were. was it was. Everything was understood. Got it. And it happened. I was like, (laughs) wait. Got it. Hold up. No, yeah. (laughs) So that I do. I can see how that is a trauma response. And God, thank you for Mm -hmm. just revealing that to us. Um, so yeah, again, I'm gonna work on that because at the end of the day, I'm here to do what is perfect and pleasing to God. Mm -hmm. Uh and I have more to learn. That is why I'm not I'm not rushing back into the dating phase. I'm not. Learn about yourself. Ladies, if I could give you any piece of advice, it's learn about yourself. Yes. And something I want to point out is... Learn what your role should look like. That's good. And that goes out to the men, too. Both y'all should be learning it. And then learn what... Once you learn that, because the Lord will still be teaching you about yourself, but once you learn that, both y'all need to be learning what the roles look like together. 
Ooh. It's one thing we'll to talk learn. about that in it's our one next thing to learn how roles look separately, but it's one thing to learn how they work in unison. Yeah. Ooh. It's a different dynamic. It's, it's a whole different dynamic because you have the enemy at play more when you're married because mm-hmm. he hates marriage. Dang. It's one dynamic to operate as a, as a wife. Like I'm a single woman, but I'm operating as a wife, mm-hmm. but it's a whole different because thing. why? Come because on, bring, up, I, bring in the Bible for me. Bring it in. Know. Because if not, I'm going to bring it. You already know. I'm on Proverbs 31. I'm on Proverbs 31. What are you about to say? I was thinking of a different verse. But what, Proverbs what verse? 31 is Go good. ahead. I'm thinking of when a man. He who finds a good wife finds, finds a good thing. thing. He found and finds favor with, with the Lord. Lord. And I want you to highlight the word finds Fine. a wife. Not girlfriend. Not girlfriend, not playmate, but, but finds a wife. Wife. That means she was already operating as a wife mm-hmm. in her <laughs> single one. As a single woman, she was already operating as a wife. It didn't yep. take her being married to a a, a a human for her to start operating as a wife because she's or already to be labeled a wife to be labeled as a wife because she's already in marriage with Christ. She's already in Come marriage on. with the bridegroom, so she's already walking as a wife. Mm-hmm. So he who finds a wife. And I know so many people misconstrue that verse. Or oh, I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. Uh huh. What are really you a wife? Mean, are you a wife? What it really means to be a Proverbs 31 woman is you're already operating as a wife because you comprehend and understand that you're in a marriage right now with the bridegroom, yep. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You're not a. You don't become a wife or when you when you get married. After you say I do, I do, and I, you kiss. Exactly. No, you were already the wife what, to a before. bridegroom. A bridegroom. And when Jesus returns, he's looking for a wife who is in expectation of his return. Mm -hmm. He's not looking for somebody who ain't looking for him. And men, you will know. That's why when the two people who are of the Lord, wherever they're standing Mm -hmm. in that relationship with with him, you're going to know because when you look at this woman, if she does not look like a wife to you, if she doesn't look like your your wife, potentially your wife to mm-hmm. you, if you don't see her as a, already a wife, not like a girlfriend, like, yeah. oh, I could date her. That's the thing, though. A if lot of men are going into relationships <clears throat> and they only see the person. The, the first way they view the person is as a girlfriend. That's what I'm saying. That's no, good. it has to be a wife. That's if you're like, oh. She would make a good girlfriend. Yeah. That's, that ain't it. If you're like, oh. This woman, woman, not girl, this woman is a wife. Yeah. She's a wife. She's a wife. She's a whole wife. That's the first thing the the person should notice about you is that you're a wife because, again, you're in marriage to the bridegroom. Mm -hmm. You're not a wife when I find you. Mm -hmm. I found you as As one. So, and that's, and that's what mine, mine did. Found you he as a wife. Knew, he, he was trying hard for months before I ever mm-hmm. was like, all right, yeah, I'll all go. Right, all right, let's I'll see, what, let's see what this is about. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let me check and, this out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he knew before I ever did. That's the thing. He saw in me what I didn't mm-hmm. believe in me at that point. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Didn't matter 
how close he was, he knew from the Lord mm-hmm. without, even if he didn't realize it was from the Lord. Mm-hmm. At the time, but he knew. that. But he knew. He found a way. That, the way he was talking about me and everybody, he's like, oh, she's, that's she, the one that's, partner. Yeah, that's mine. Back up, back on up, buddy. But I just want to read Proverbs 31 because I want to highlight a few things. Mm. And I know it's kind of long, y'all, but bear with me because I gotta take my jacket off. I'm hot. So while she's doing that, I'm gonna um, read Proverbs 31. It says, Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She's more precious than rubies and gold. Her husband can trust her. And she is greatly entrenched, mm-hmm. greatly enriched. His, she will enrich. greatly enrich. His Y'all, life. I'm sorry, my English ain't English in right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good and not harm all the days of her life. She finds wool and flax and busily spins it. She is like a merchant ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her serving girls. She goes into she goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She is energetic and strong, a hard worker. She makes her dealings are she makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lap lamp burns late into the night. Her hands are busy spinning the thread. Her fingers twisting fiber. She extends a helping hand to the poor and open her arms to the needy. She has no fear of winter for her household, for everyone has warm clothes. She makes her own bedspreads. She dresses in the fine linen and purple gowns. Her husband is well known at the city gates where he sits with other civil leaders. She makes belted linen garments. She sashes to sell to the merchants. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instructions with kindness. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Reward her for all she has done. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. There's a lot of things to note here. Virtuous and capable, more precious than rubies, more precious than rubies. She brings him good. She's clothed with strength and dignity. She lasts without fear of the future, so on and so forth. But I want people to note that she was all of these things when he found her. He found her as such. He found her as such. Like she was a virtuous woman when he found her. She had dignity. She had strength. She had, she laughed without fear of the future. And of course, all the things pertaining to the husband and children is what happened once she got into the marriage but her characteristics were who she were as a wife before he even found her as such so i just want you ladies to note that like when your person finds you you should already be walking in the ways of a wife you should not be walking in the ways of a girlfriend yes you will be a girlfriend prior to marriage but you shouldn't be walking as a girlfriend does you should be walking with the mindset of a wife because again you are in marriage right now with the bridegroom so i just kind of wanted to point that out when you are in courtship with someone you're standing yeah. on kingdom business you're standing on kingdom business 
this year, this, this year, year, but next year, we be. It's going to be so good. So I think we're about to wrap this up. You got anything mm-hmm. else you want to add? I know we're supposed to go. Well, in a really, I mean, but. really what the Lord was, was wanting me to talk about was um, the trauma. Handle the trauma. Fig- learn about yourself with him by yourself first that's good heal from all of that um and look you're not gonna so if i can give anybody like some hope and encouragement with my relationship that i'm in with her testimony with my testimony it it didn't start out as biblically as i would have wanted it to now my relationship with the Lord was different. His relationship with the Lord was different than where it stands now. Mm. But if that's your person, that person's still going to be your person. If you both are willing and wanting and working towards the Lord, the Lord's going to make it happen. And will grow both of you separately and together. And um, when he does that, he will break everything down foundation and all and will cause both of you to start over both individually and together as a couple even if you started off not great not as biblical as maybe you're wanting now like when i did like there are things that he and i were doing that we shouldn't have been doing we both have grown so much in the lord by not doing anything in in uh regards of like sexual immorality and stuff like that okay it changes your relationship when you're only relying on the lord intimacy communication with each other just solely based off of presence and talking that's good you can always change the course of your relationship if you have a true desire to pursue the lord Mm -hmm. both of you and together as a couple, you can change the entire trajectory. And of, it of will work. And mm-hmm. do the work. Yeah, it's going to require some hard work because you got to break everything down to build it up. It's right. easier to start with the foundation and work your way up. Right. But it's harder to build a have an already built house, knock it down, mm-hmm. and then start the foundation over again and build it up again. Yeah. It's going to require more work, but it's not impossible with God. And yeah. more time. But it's not impossible with God. Right. And I would say my testimony is a bit different from her um different from hers um so that's also the great thing about having the both of us we got two different testimonies yeah um but two different sides so she has that testimony my testimony is i've been single i've I've always communicated with people because of the fear of being alone um but once god broke that off of me and i actually started getting into a deeper relationship with god and pursuing him more and actually gaining that fear and reverence for the Lord. I mm. completely cut off all communication as far as anything romantic, um, anything of that nature. And once I did that, me and God's relationship mm. went to a whole deeper level of intimacy. Nice. He has showed me and revealed to me things about myself that I need to work on. And he just began dismantling everything in my mind, in my heart that I so much clung on to because of trauma. And he healed me. He healed me. He delivered me. He set me free. He changed me. He renewed my mind because I took a step back from everything. And I decided to learn, one, what what is love? 
Mm. Obviously, if I'm running into the same kind of men over mm. and over, same kind what's, of men, just a different me? body, at that point, what's the issue with me? And I know as mm-hmm. women, we always say, something wrong with the men, something wrong with the men. Well, maybe if you took a step back and see that you're running into the same kind of man each time, yep. it's time to realize that it's a problem with you. So yeah. that's what I did. Every situation should I had, same kind of man, same problem, same issues. Just different, so, different, different face. Yeah, different face. And I was like, hold on. Something that means here. Not, something is wrong with me. But math ain't math in here. I genuinely, I, <laughs> I, I pursued after, in situationships, I pursued, I used to pursue after men who had money. I used to pursue wow. after men who constantly pursued me throughout the years, inconsistently, but constantly pursued me throughout the years. So that taught me I was lacking that security of a man, Mm -hmm. one. And it taught me that I was lacking that security as in my father always being there. He was there bits and pieces of my life, but I wanted someone who was constantly there. And those kind of men were constantly there and they they had money so that security you know mm-hmm. even though i didn't want them to pay for anything but the security and knowing they had it mm-hmm. and that if was i like, wanted oh, to okay. like if i wanted to yeah they could shower me with mm-hmm. that you know kind of security so god showed me okay there's a leak in my foundation there's a gaping hole in mm. my foundation mm-hmm. so god tore everything down inside of me and he began to rebuild it through his word piece yep. by piece piece brick yep. by brick he relayed my entire foundation and so again her testimony is a bit different from mine's but i had to work backwards just to go forward again see and i'm glad that i did that and that i took the time to do that mm-hmm. with the lord yeah um, do you have any like last minute advice that you want to give to the people something short quick to take with them as far as dating and courting um one i cannot stress this enough and I know that you can't either, but please, 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 please go back to the Lord about everything. Go back to his word. If y'all haven't noticed about how much we quote the Bible, not only that, but we have our Bibles out and we point the Holy Spirit moves through his word. Read it. It's there for a reason. Don't depend on what we're Don't saying. Don't depend. Yeah. Um. So always go back to the word of God first and always do not claim anything over your life without first having spoken to God about it. That's good. And I'm, I'm saying that just because we didn't fully go over everything that the Lord had said, this is exactly where he wanted us to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I'm perfectly fine with that. This mm-hmm. can be talked about another time, but um, I know like with my, I'll again part of my testimony with my relationship there's been a lot of people talking in my ear you gotta learn how to cut that out so if you're already in a relationship figure that out because I'm telling you when you do that and you learn how to only lean on God's understanding Mm -hmm. of it of whatever's going on how to only hear what he says about it your life changes that's true but that doesn't mean to doesn't not, mean go to, not go to counsel. Mean, yeah, that doesn't mean not to take into account what your wise counsel is saying. Yes, it just means you should be more dependent on, on the, the voice Lord. of God mm-hmm. than yes. anything else. Your wise counsel should give you a bit of direction and influence or whatnot. But the final say always goes to the Lord. And how? Yeah, yeah. Like like we said in the last episode, I'll reference it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I had said, we were talking about that and I was just like, if their first response to you after telling you something that they're going through Mm -hmm. isn't, what did the Lord say about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, be mindful. Yeah. Um, This is an encouragement for everybody. Um, And it was an encouragement for me too because I feel like there's a lot of people who are speaking into these people's lives. Um, A lot that is bringing some death because we know in Proverbs 18.21, Proverbs 18.21, the power of life and death death are in the tongue. tongue. Mm -hmm. Um, She's going to check that for me, but I'm pretty sure it's Proverbs 18.21. But I just want you all to know that he calls you forgiven, redeemed, loved, highly favored my girl on point that's the bible sniper right there <laughs> Woo! you got it. hey i'm more of a i could bring the scripture up i might not know the name of it but i bring it up i tell you that much but that bible sniper in the cut. <laughs> um thank you Lord. <laughs> um he uh, so he calls you forgiven redeemed loved highly favored you are his beloved First and foremost, you are his and his alone. Um, And you will always be his no matter what. Like I said earlier, that we will all fall short to the glory of God. We are all sinners. But Jesus was sent to die on the cross for us at Calvary while we were yet sinners. And he took all of that for us. So that when when we go up and have our judgment with the Lord... Jesus is there right there saying, This is the one. I will not, I'll, he won't blot the name, yeah. your name from the book of life. Yeah. You are in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. Amen. Um, um, so, overall, I just want everyone to think um, where do your priorities lie when it comes one. to the Word of God? That's good. Because your priorities and boundaries should be set based off and aligned with what he says from the word of God. That's good. And if they don't, then there's a disconnect there. That's good. So, yeah. And then the Bible verses that he sent me to, if you guys want to read that on your own, and I kind of talked about them a little bit, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 14 through 20, and then Proverbs 35. That's good. Um, the last few things I would want to say before I wrap up is um, – one, be secure in your relationship with the Lord before you proceed into dating and courting. And I say that because it dictates your boundaries. It reveals to you who you are as a person. And God wants to make you whole. You have to be a whole individual before you join with somebody else. He doesn't want, you're not supposed to be halfway and go join with another halfway person thinking that it's going to be a fulfilling relationship. Mm -hmm. So learn God, learn your relationship with him, learn that he is love, learn about that. The second thing I would say is don't give your all in dating. Mm -hmm. Be mindful of what you share. Allow God to lead you and to tell you what to share. Mm -hmm. But of course, still establish your boundaries Mm -hmm. in, in that nature. Another thing I would say is get to know your partner in courtship. Yeah. You guys are genuinely made to be friends. Yeah. Be 
each other's friend. Enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. Enjoy what's happening in the midst of your relationship. Enjoy that you guys get to spend time with God, with each other, through each other. Yeah. And understand that when God is allowing you to be with this person, that God gets to manifest another side of who he is through that person to you. It is so amazing just as somebody looking at it, let me tell you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Going like, through it. I haven't uh. experienced that, but like, I could only imagine because the way God looks at me. So to have mm-hmm. the way he looks at me inside of another person, yep. enjoy it. Bask mm. in God's presence. It's and that's so the good. beautiful thing about knowing God because mm-hmm. you understand how that person how God's love is going to be manifest through that person and vice versa. God should be able to manifest his love through you to that person. Yeah. So again, um, yeah. and also make sure that you guys have confirmed to the Lord that this is what is most pleasing to him mm-hmm. because somebody could be a good person, Yeah. but you have to love God enough to let that, if that person is not the one for you, you guys have to love, both love God enough to let each other go to go find the best version of what God has for you and the best version of what God has for that other person. I always say, mm-hmm. I love people so much that I'm willing to let them go Yeah. so that they can experience the best of God's love. Because if it's mm-hmm. not from me, if it's not yeah. coming through me, then I'm hindering that person yeah. from experiencing the fullness of yep. god yeah so and that's a hard place to build up to and is, get to it, it, but once you're there you understand why. because of the understanding that you have behind it at that point the knowledge the, that you have the wisdom that you have you understand why it you know yeah and it doesn't hurt it doesn't because hurt you no want more. that person to experience the best of god's love yeah even if that doesn't include you, you in their life that's the big one a lot of people are like no i want that person to myself because mm-hmm. me 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 no, no. Let stop that being person, selfish. Stop being selfish. Let that person go to find the best versions of best version of what God has for them. Yeah. Because God has the best. And if it's not you, you have to be okay with that. So that is the advice that I want yeah. to leave you guys with. Um that's we're gonna good. go ahead and close out. Yeah. And that's about that wraps it up. Yeah. Any, anything we're... else you think the spirit is leading you to say anything? Um no, I don't really think so. I think there's questions that we could ask um, later. Okay. Do you want to ask? We might do a bonus episode. Just asking. Yeah, I episode. feel like it needs to be a separate. I think I feel like we'll do it separately. So according in dating Q&A. Love it. Okay. Y'all. Yeah. I guess that's it's happening. It's now. happening. It's happening okay. now. Because honestly, oh. it's been hitting me the whole time. I was just like, okay. Oh, I'm going to go to these questions. Like, we kept flowing and flowing. Because it's Holy Spirit. So it's you Holy can't Spirit, stop him. Yeah, you can't stop him. But um, I definitely feel like we we still should uh, go through the questions. Okay. Yeah. I still feel led to do that. I so. do too. Because it was on my heart. Yeah. 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 Okay. 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 See? See? This is what it looks like. <laughs> if you both are just yielding being, to the Holy Spirit. Yes. Obedient. Yeah. Okay. All right. So well. So we coming out with a bonus episode after this of Q&A hey. regarding Recording and dating. And we'll probably answer some, if not all of them. Yeah. We thank y'all for joining us. Yes. And I do want to make a PSA. Bible Talk Tuesday has been postponed. Um, just a decision that I made with the Lord because um have to make sure that I'm being poured, poured into, into. Mm-hmm. more than I'm pouring out. 
So I actually had a bear with me. If the Lord leads me to start it again, I will. But if he doesn't, I will not. So I actually had a bear with me. And I just thank y'all all for being so supportive of everything that we're doing here on the KKWP podcast. So we've been having issues. Technical difficulties with the camera situation. But we're going to get this situated. We rebuke the enemy in the name of Jesus. Amen. But we're going to get it situated by the grace of God. Yes. But again, y'all, we thank y'all for joining us on the KKW podcast. <laughs> this is part three of our relationship series dating courting and courting and featuring dating. Haley prater hi and precious pierre uh, we will be back again with another podcast next week thursday so we look forward and uh that episode us. is gonna be marriage to the lamb marriage to the lamb just so y'all know so just so y'all know so that's our Buckle part, up, our part that's gonna four. be that's our part four yeah but we are still doing a bonus q a that's not a part of the five set series yeah. but it's going to be still posted yes so again thank y'all for joining us we love you bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>